Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take The Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume The Sunday World if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume The Sunday World responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip, and commentary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. It was a predetermined, planned attack. And if you saw that anywhere else, you'd be going, what the hell is going on? Like, you know, it, it was terrifying. There's so many of these kind of goading, threatening messages going back and forth. It's hard for anyone to walk away now without losing face. A lot of it isn't about some kind of issue of family pride or anything like that. It, it is actually rooted in criminality, and that shouldn't be forgotten. I'm Nicola Talent, and you're listening to Crime World, a podcast about criminals, drugs and the sins of the underworld in Ireland and across the globe. Video showing a gang of masked men smashing up a halting site with slash hooks and sledgehammers in County Clare has gone viral this week on social media. The shocking attack is the latest incident being linked to a long-running feud between criminals in the area. But despite the level of violence in the footage, the political reaction to the gang attack has been muted to say the least. Unlike Talbot Street, which was visited by politicians after a US tourist was assaulted, government ministers have yet to arrive in County Clare to reassure the families affected. I'm Niall Donald, and today I'm talking to Eamon Dillon about lawlessness in County Clare and the political reaction to it. This is Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com. He had a shocking act of violence, of course, on Talbot Street um, when an American tourist was attacked. Then we had public outroar and we had uh, Helen McEntee visit visit the uh, the street just out of, outside here. But of course, there's been a particularly shocking uh, video of a, of a gang attacking a halting site in County Clare this week. It's fair to say there hasn't been the same political reaction. No, not at all. And... Um... I mean, I, I don't know if anyone hasn't seen the video. I mean, it's, it's it's 10 guys like in balaclavas, one of them with a shotgun, others with, you know, long handled slash hooks. One man had definitely had a um, a sledgehammer and they were smashing the windows of cars systematically going from vehicle to vehicle. They were targeting, you know, houses, skipping one house, going after another, making a real effort to, to do as much damage as possible um, to a mobile home as well. And there was one guy clearly directing things. He was pointing. You could you could hear, clearly hear him say, "Scrap that car, that car," pointing to it, and 
guys, you know, waiting to be, you know, to to target a particular vehicle. You know, there was a it was a a, a predetermined planned attack. And and if you saw that anywhere else, you'd be going, what the hell is going on? Like, you know, it, it was terrifying. The the residents of, of this place, Deer Park and Ennis Diamond, there were no nowhere to be seen. There was but there was like kids, uh, toys on the road. You know, it's clearly where, you know, people yeah. people live. Yeah, I mean and, it's not it's you know, it's not they're not uh, doing a health and safety check before they go in to make sure the kids are out of the scene. <clears> I mean, there's no doubt about that. I mean, this is in a a lovely part of the world, County Clare, a very you know, a rural part of Ireland and the Stymon, you know, I know it's, you know, towns in the area. I mean, it is genuinely shocking. I mean, there was ultimately, it's not a video captured by a bystander or by a, a business CCTV. The guys are recording it themselves. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, this is one of, I don't know, at least 10 incidents over the last two years that we've covered. And, and there's been, you know, very little political reaction. You know, sometimes, it, I think I know from people I've spoken to in the community in Ennis and in Ennis Diamond kind of feel there hasn't been enough guard action. Now, there is another video from today's uh, or from from this week's video where there seemed to be quite a big guard reaction and there were two arrests made the following day and there were armed response and the helicopter was up. So, I mean, the, the, you know, in fairness, there was, um, there, there was uh, you know, a, a robust uh, guard response in this case. But I mean, like it, it all comes down to like there's a four or five way feud going on between various different members of clans who are involved in crime and innocent members of various families that can then be targeted. And it's all about a power struggle uh, between people who are involved in various kinds of, of criminality. A lot of them are relatively young men. Um, but like there's been, you know, you see this, you know, man clearly brandishing a gun. But this is not new for, for those people in that community. Um, there, was one, there was one uh, video that we, we had there last uh, January. And this came in, in a week where there was two unrelated arson attacks on homes. And, uh, you, you know, you can see that there were, there were, it was filmed inside a car and they were, they were chasing another car. And you can somebody shout, no, the gun is gone. There's a gun gone. And a guy is, is trying to break the window of the car in front. Next minute, there's a bang and he limps off camera. So there was clearly a shot. Now, the guards at the time did say they were investigating, you know, this, the reports of a shooting in, in Clock Lee. Uh, but there's been there's been so many, um, you know, we, we've done uh, video footage two years ago of guys standing, uh, you know, behind, a, a, you know, a crash barrier and raining petrol bombs down on, onto a halting site. And, you, you know, I mean, if you saw that and, and people were saying that this is what's happening in Sweden or if this is what's happening, yeah. you know, in, in some other part of the country, there would be a, a genuine political uproar. Yeah. And I mean, you have to remember as well that 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 these houses are being tar are targeted very indiscriminately. There are loads and loads of people living on that halting site and that have been affected in all of these attacks that are absolutely, uh, you know, have nothing to do with crime, that want to live a, a good and peaceful life and that they are the victims of these attacks, um, you know, and, and maybe, uh, you know, there's a not enough sympathy coming their way, I think, yeah. to an extent. And, and there's been, I mean, in one case, there was an aggravated burglary, mass men uh, broke into a house and pretty much held a woman hostage for a short period of time. And she was, she was, it was the wrong house. So, I mean, this is the kind of thing that goes on. I mean, there, there's one guy, we, we see him pouring petrol into a, an unlocked uh, caravan um, and he has a burning rag and he almost sets himself alight. You know, he, his own colleague has to tell him to, to get out, to move away. Um, I mean, how someone hasn't been killed is, you know, pretty much miraculous at this stage. Uh, I mean, it's just, 
you, you know, it's like I, I've been speaking to people directly involved and people have, have given up their homes, effectively made themselves homeless because of this kind of activity that's going on. Um, it's not unique to to Claire, I suppose, in some sense. You get this kind of low-level intimidation going on between antisocial, uh, for lack of a better word, you know, uh, elements. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, satellite. I, think, I think, you know, look, let's be realistic. People are just, you know, some people, and you'll see it on, on comments on, on social media, people say this is the traveling community, you know, and, you know, this they place the blame on the whole community. Despite the fact that these attacks are very, very, very similar to what was going on in, in Drada, for example, or in or, or in other parts of the country within settled communities, when the attacks in Drada were going on, when there was, you know, multiple arson attacks occurring all the time, um, people really had a kind of a, a sympathy and a sense of that a community being under attack, really. Yeah, and I'm... there was political reaction. There was people who who... You know, there was a police reaction as well, and there has been police reaction in fairness here. But people weren't targeting the victims there with the one brush. I mean, there's, although there's a, a you know, a relatively significant number of people involved in this feud, it's still a very much a minority within that community. I know it, it is. And I mean, like there was people I spoke to off the record, like, you know, trying to get some reaction. I say, well, what do the people of Ennis think or the people of West Clare think about this? And it's kind of, well, they don't know about it. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's kind of it's it's because it's within, you know, a, a smaller community within their community. It was like, you know, nobody particularly cares at this stage, but but it does have an effect then of allowing these criminal elements to feel that they can act with even greater impunity. I mean, like the same like the same groups have been involved in like there was an attempt to ram a car on the M50 yeah. in Dublin. And that was linked to Clare because they'd come off the same ferry. And then another time there was a car attacked at a, a, a toll gate like on the motorway. So, I mean, like, what about the other people using the motorway? I mean, yeah. if a car gets rammed in the M50, luckily enough, the you know, it was, it was a heavier vehicle and they, they weren't able to to do any damage or make it spin. That, that could easily have caused, the, you know, multiple car pileup, you know. And, you know, and, and this stuff is being, you know, they are literally telegraphing it to each other in a sense that, you know, I've seen all the WhatsApp um, messages um, that are going between them. There's people saying, like, you know, things like, I swear my dead father's grave. There's no peace in this argument. You know, you're, you're not, you know what's coming. There's people firing shotguns, like, on, online saying, this is what you're going to get. I mean, there's some really, you know, like, colourful and sinister um, uh, threats. Things like, uh, this is one that I'll read out. One of you will be got and one of you will be left in your blood. That's a promise. And, I mean, like... I know who these people are because yeah. people have told me who they are. Yeah, and so, I mean they're traceable in in so true social media terms to an extent. Anyway, you know, yeah. um, I just think it's, you know, when we seeing these kind of flares up of violence, um, even with the the Ken and Hutch feud, there's always collateral damage, isn't there? And, and you know, innocent people eventually end up getting hurt. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, I mean, tragically over the years, I mean, every feud, like we've seen that, we've seen it in Limerick. Yeah. We see, we've see, we seen it with the Kinnahan and Hutch feud. I mean, there's, you know, um, and you know, completely unconnected people, mistaken identity, getting killed. And I mean, uh, you know, I mean, there's houses in 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 Clare that have been petrol bomb where there's been seven kids asleep. Yeah. You know, so I mean, and it's and it's pure fluke that you know nobody w w was hurt or you know that the fire didn't take hold. Uh, yeah, but how long can you know people ride their luck in a situation like this? You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, they can only ride their luck until there's a big, you know, there's a really tragic incident and people stand up and take note. And, you know, let's be realistic. If it wasn't, uh, you know, if, it, if if people may be more exercised, if it wasn't happening 
within the traveling community there is a a, a sense of um you know people you know that's something that's happening somewhere else to an extent yeah, I mean, people like to forget about it and, and parcel it off. I, I remember years ago, Martin Collins, I think, made a comment that traveling community are either over-policed or under-policed. Yeah. And I know for a fact that there's members of the traveling community in, in Clare have been making complaints. Yeah. Now, I suppose I'm only hearing one side of it. It's quite possible that people are making complaints but not following through with making statements. Yeah. Um, but, you know, again, there's there's obvious reasons for that. You know, there's, there's you know, fear of retaliation, intimidation. Uh, but like, I mean, like some of this is so public um, yeah. and and there has been, there, ha, there has actually been uh, a number of people at, at a certain level who who have been prosecuted, you know, for attacks that have happened. Say, for instance, there was one, uh, a group of women were in a car in the, one of the main shopping streets in Ennis where the windows were smashed up and there was a number of people charged and successfully prosecuted and that. There's another one recently, uh, just this year, is a man jailed for a couple of years for a petrol bomb uh, uh, attack on a house where, again, there was kids sleeping. And and basically, a woman was was blamed for egging him on and for encouraging him to go through with the attack. Uh, it, it wasn't actually; it didn't come out in that court case. I was actually down for that one, and it didn't actually come out. What was the motivation behind it? Uh, but like afterwards, then there, there was commentary on social media saying, "No, oh, he'll fly through this." You know, yeah. four year sentence, five years, whatever it was, is no big deal. Like there was no sense of remorse or let, let's back down. And there's so many of these kind of goading, threatening messages going back and forth. It's hard for anyone to walk away now without losing face, yeah. which it just, it just, um, I suppose it builds the tension. And I mean, it, you know, like it, it does, it does, it, I think it's going to take a certain element of, of, uh, I suppose, innovative policing to some extent. Now, again, look, I mean, a lot of them are quite young people, they're young families. I'd say there's, you can't, you can't get away from the fact that, you know, there's an issue with housing. There isn't enough places for people to live. That has to kind of make things worse. Yeah. Um, you have a mix of then people who have connections with gangsters in Limerick. You have people with connections with people in the UK and Northern Ireland who are involved in, in transnational crime. And, you know, and, and then it's flaring up in a place like Ennis Diamond, yeah. which, you know, is, is that's what it is. You know, it, it's, it's that kind of level of criminality. And I think, you know, people with a sense of impunity that nobody cares enough about them that they, they can do what they want so long as they keep it to their own. Yeah. And of course, you'll, you'll find underneath that there is... Uh, you know, some of the really strong activist groups within the traveling community tend to try and resolve these things and intervene. But we don't always hear about that publicly as well. Yeah. And there is uh, a Department of Justice over the years have had, um, I think, different sections that have been involved in negotiations, like, you know, trying to trying to find a way to mediate between between feuds. But like, I, you know, I think there's a difference, though, and like some feuds might be, you know, kind of generational or intergenerational and that they've gone on for so long, people have forgotten what the, the whole reason was. But in some of these more recent feuds, it's members of the same extended family. Yeah. And some of them are fighting over criminal bragging rights. It's they want to be the guys who are, you know, the big dog on the block and they're the guys who can go to whatever connections to get this done or to buy that and sell this or whatever it is, yeah. whether it's, you know, whether it's drugs or, or dealing in stolen property or, or whatever else. I mean, a lot of it isn't you know, a lot of it isn't about some kind of issue of, you know, family, family pride or anything like that. It, it is actually rooted in criminality and that shouldn't be forgotten. And I think, you know, like the, the, a lot of the, the, the traveler rights groups, I think, you know, they fully understand this, like, yeah. you know, and, and there is an issue of, of, um, of, of policing, you know, in terms of like how the guards approach the traveling community and also how, 
how the, the travellers themselves approach, yeah. approach the guards. I mean, like in some of the WhatsApps, they're saying like, well, if you don't drop the charges, I'm going to make a statement against you. Yeah. So it's a sense like, you know, there's elements of, of you know, with, within these feuds are using the criminal justice system to try and get one over on their rivals instead of, you know, going through with it and, and trying to stop it. Like it's like as if some people have no interest in stopping this, that it's become almost a lifestyle. Well, hopefully, I mean, we don't have to come back to this when something more serious has happened. Um, hopefully we can, it'll, it'll be something that is addressed. And I still don't expect to see Helen McEntee down there anytime soon, I have to say. In her, her lovely pumps or whatever yes. those kind of shoes are, I'm not sure. There's nothing wrong with wearing pumps, that's <laughs> No worries, thanks now. Thanks very much, Eamon. You've been listening to Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com. Produced by Ian Mullaney and edited by me, Nicola Talent. Research assistant is Claude Amini. If you like this show and love true crime, leave us a review. Or why not download the free sundayworld.com app for lots more stories from Ireland and across the globe. Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take The Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume The Sunday World if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume The Sunday World responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip, and commentary.